This is a Federal News Network podcast. Young, top-notch scientists have a shot at recognition from the National Science Foundation. Each year, the NSF names an early career scientist to its Alan T. Waterman Award. This year, it named three. For what the award is all about and why the foundation has it, Tom spoke to program manager Gail Pugh-Lev. And let's begin with Alan T. Waterman, a famous figure in the annals of NSF. Tell us who he was and why the contest is named after him. Alan Tower Waterman was the first director of NSF, and he served as the director for two terms from 1951 to 1963. And he really established the core mission of NSF to support researchers across the country who were forging new paths on the frontiers of science and enabling groundbreaking discoveries. The award then honors pretty much young scientists. That's the aim of it here? Yes. Dr. Waterman was widely known for advancing students and encouraging the development of young scientists as leaders in their fields. So he was a strong supporter of early career researchers. And people that think they might have a shot at this award, what do they need to do? Not just so much in filling out an entry form, but what should they expect to have had in their background that would make them eligible? So that is up to the nominator. Nominations are received from people who would nominate someone for the Waterman Award. And as they see someone as an outstanding leader among their peers who in their early career made groundbreaking discoveries and just really stand out scientists and engineers. Right. So the nominations tend to come from older professors, mentors, or perhaps employers. Can they be in industry to be eligible? Yes, they can be in industry and be eligible, yes. All right, let's talk a minute about this year's winners. There were three of them. Just briefly tell us who they were and why they got the award. Well, this is the first year that we have had three awardees. In the 46-year history that we've had the Waterman Award, there have been 54 awardees. And it wasn't until 2012 that we started recognizing more than one awardee. And we only did that a few times. So there have been 54 awardees since 1976. This year, we nominated three, and part of that is because of the increasing scale of the nation's science and engineering community, and also we want to recognize a broader diversity of researchers. You know, when you only recognize one person a year, you have a narrow pool. Who were this year's (laughs) awardees, and tell us a little bit about them. So this year, we have three awardees, Daniel B. Laramore, a computational epidemiologist from the University of Colorado in Boulder. Lara A. Thompson, a biomedical engineer from the University of the District of Columbia, and Jessica E. Tierney, a geoscientist from the University of Arizona. So you cover not just a diversity of people, but a diversity of fields, it sounds like. Right. These are mostly people that are, say, under 35. Is that a fair way to characterize them? The eligibility requirements are that the people are 40 years of age or younger or not more than 10 years beyond their PhD in the year in which the nomination is submitted. So like if you were to submit a nomination for someone this year in 2022, they would need to be born in 1982 or later or receive their PhD in 2012 or later. Sure. And I guess it's fair to say, too, and correct me if I'm wrong, they should have demonstrated some original piece of work, almost like a PhD. They've advanced, say, computational science or geology, whatever the case might be, in some manner. Oh, absolutely. And if I can, I would like to say a little bit about the research that they've done. I mean, they've all done such exciting things. And like you pointed out, have very different expertise. Sure. Tell us. 
So Dr. Laramore is recognized for his work using computational epidemiology to address the questions regarding countermeasures used during the COVID-19 pandemic. So in his research, he created models that provided answers to questions about how to administer the vaccine and what role rapid testing could play in mitigating viral transmission. His work has had enormous impacts on how we understand pandemics now and in the future. All right. And next? Dr. Lair Thompson, the biomedical engineer, she combines medicine and engineering to develop solutions to improve the lives of individuals with balanced gait and postural impairments. She uses assistive technologies and robotics towards improving balance in elderly individuals and survivors of strokes, as well as developing technologies that can increase balance confidence and reduce the risk of falling for these groups of individuals as well. All right. Sounds like someone that stands on the back of a BOSU ball. Yeah. (laughs) And then Dr. Jessica Tierney. So she has done groundbreaking research in the field of climate modeling and approaches to understanding past climate conditions. So she uses modeling techniques with paleoclimate data assimilation to generate maps of past climate conditions and the system dynamics that produce those conditions. And her research has redefined our understanding of global temperatures in the geologic past and helped to develop a new quantitative understanding of temperature and climate sensitivity to past levels of carbon dioxide. And her findings are important for understanding the climate of our future. All right. We're speaking with Gail Pugh-Lev. She's program manager for the Office of Integrative Activities at the National Science Foundation. And who judges? Who decides who gets the awards each year? NSF is very fortunate to have a distinguished group of individuals volunteer to be evaluators for the Waterman nominations. So these are individuals that are at the forefront of their fields of research. And they are appointed by the director of NSF in the different fields that are represented by the NSF to evaluate these. Got it. So this year it was Dr. Panchanathan then that appointed them. That's correct. Do the winners get a prize other than a nice plaque? I mean, this is the government, or maybe there's some industrial partners that can give them a little green. Besides the Allen T. Waterman Medal and the recognition that goes along with winning the Waterman Award, the awardees since 2012 receive a million dollars to use over five years. For research? For research, yes, to advance their research, and um, and the grant goes to the institution of the recipient's choice. So nobody can buy a new Corvette if they win this award. This is to help <laughs> their science. Yes, that's correct. It's, it's basically a prize, but it's administered as a grant. And how many people get nominated each year? This past year, we had 110 nominations. Wow. So it kind of makes you feel confident in the future of STEM, in the future of science and technology and innovation in the United States. Yeah, the nominations that we received are phenomenal. So it is really a difficult task to narrow it down to even three awardees. And are any of the past awardees, have they gone on to famous scientific work? Have we heard of any of them? Yes, there are many, many notable winners from past awards. And most of the Waterman Award recipients have continued to flourish in their respective fields and made significant scientific and engineering advancements that impact our health and welfare of our daily lives. Well, they've continued to go on to be recognized with national and international awards, including two that have received the National Medal of Science and three that have received the Nobel Prize. Eric Cornell, Richard Axel, and Jennifer Duna, she won it in 2020. 
So the awardees, they've, you know, helped to improve our understanding of DNA, further biomedical and cancer research, decoded our sense of smell, created new forms of matter, and they're working on devices for energy storage and energy conversion that, you know, help with clean energy. They've also made numerous groundbreaking discoveries in quantum computing, material science, genome editing, mathematical analysis, and string theory, to name a few. We've heard about them first then at the NSF Waterman Awards. Right. Yes. And the National Medal of Science winners include Edward Witten and Jacqueline Barton. Gail Pugh-Lev is Program Manager for the Office of Integrative Activities at the National Science Foundation, speaking there with Federal News Network's Tom Temin. We'll post this interview along with a link to more about the Alan T. Waterman Awards at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash bestmusic to get Live One Plus now. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at pluralsight.com vision.